Welcome to Chiron and Gemini with Maida Leal, a podcast that will allow you to remember who you are at your core. Infinite possibilities await you on the other side of our triggers, of our challenges, and through sharing my experiences and my guests' experiences, you will begin to realize that transformation is possible. Experiencing love, joy, bliss is a birthright. You're a miraculous, divine, wondrous being with enormous potential. My hope is that you begin to remember. I love you. Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to Chiron and Gemini. I am Mayra Leal, your host, and this is episode 16 of the pod. Eek, I'm so excited to share this human being with you all. She is an incredible medicine woman, a cacao ceremony practitioner. She's a dream interpreter and so much more. She shares so many of her gifts with the world. Um, Madison West, a dear friend, and I'm so excited to share her with you all and have her on the pod today. We discuss so much about the dream world. Um, We go into why we interpret our dreams quite literally, um, how our dreams are entirely about us, um, tips on how to break down symbols in the dream world to understand the meaning that's actually wanting to come forward. Um, We talk a little bit about what extracting dreams like pooing and peeing can represent. Um, and how to connect and call in the dream world if you're wanting to work with the dream world and so much more. I'm super excited. Thank you all so much for your support. Sending all my love. Hi. Oh my gosh. I'm super excited to have my lovely, dear friend, Madison West on the pod today. Um, I just love her work so very deeply. She's such a powerful insightful medicine woman and I have had some very transformative conversations with her and so I wanted to share her with you all so thank you for being here Madison thank you for inviting me Myra Myra is a is someone that I only get sprinkles of every once in a while but every time we're together it feels like that picking up where you left off and you know, just finding each other at home. And I mean, seriously, for those of you that are only listening and don't get to watch her, she is a stunning smiler. So I'm just oh so, my spoiled. God. <laughs> so spoiled right now. Thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, there's just so many different, amazing, I feel profound medicines, gifts that you share with the world. And, um, and I would love, love to have you speak on all of them because they really, truly are profound. Um, I've gotten to experience your cacao ceremonies and they're so magical, so beautiful, so heart centered. Um, if y'all out there listening are in the Indianapolis area, make sure you find one of her cacao ceremonies cause they are beautiful. Um, but most recently you and I started working on dream interpreting. Um, I'm going to close the store. (laughs) I'm in Los Angeles and it's kind of crazy out there, but yeah. So most recently you and I started working on dream interpreting and I've always, I've had some pretty intense dreams. Um, and so I found it, um, quite, uh, revealing the few, sessions that you and I had recently on, um, what my dreams could possibly 
be telling me. And so I wanted you to come on and share a little bit about your journey with the dream world and how you even got into any of this and maybe perhaps share with the audience, you know, a couple of tools that they can use if they don't have the resources or the ability to work with someone one-on-one, like what can they do at home to call in the dream world. Um, And so, but before we go into that, (laughs) I wanted to, (laughs) I want to ask you, um, what are you currently super lighting up from the inside out about in your world right now? (laughs) Well, quite literally, you inside out, very uh, nuanced. So for those of you also who cannot see, I am very pregnant. I'm 34 weeks pregnant and it has truly been the like most aligned experience of my life, to be honest. Like I am a woman that really follows the guidance of nature and the biology of our bodies. And so having the opportunity to experience this um, very natural, very sacred, and at the same time, like the basic function of what my body was meant to do, it has been tremendous. So pregnancy is just everything to me right now. And I've always been about womb healing. You know, Myra mentioned I've worked with a lot of different modalities. And one of the things that I spread in the world is Um, the natural way of taking care of the womb and understanding its cycles and all of that, (laughs) that all that whole encompassing bubble. I could go into many different aspects, you know, blood magic and these sorts of things, but which we'll certainly have to have a different pod about this because definitely I, that will have to be a very long podcast because (laughs) I have only learned more, you know, with the mysteries of pregnancy and conception. And so that is what I'm most lit up right now about. So to all of our listeners who are pregnant or trying to be pregnant or have been pregnant, thank you so much for your diligence and your respect of this amazing, amazing experience of being human. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you. And how far along are you? 34 weeks. Oh, 34 weeks. Yeah. You said that. Um, Oh my gosh. So wait, how long is a full pregnancy term? Full baby's 40 weeks. Okay. Oh, wow. You can, you can have them safely at about 37. Okay. Yeah. And so are you working with a midwife? Yes. Yes. Oh so God. I have a midwife. We're planning a home birth. We're going to be doing a water birth. And for the most part, it's 100% on, you know, my husband and I. So Patrick has me in labor training. He has, um, his, you know, his partner studies to support me just so I can like go into that primal area of the brain when labor starts and he can really be there educated on what's happening, you know, both hormonally and physically for me. And it's just been so incredible. So oh, incredible as wow. a partnership. Oh my gosh. How beautiful that he's so, you know, um, on board and, um, supportive. Of course, Pat, of course he would be, he's amazing. <laughs> Well, I'm super excited to meet the baby. Um, please let me know how that beautiful ceremony, it sounds like a ceremony to me when I hear like midwife. Yeah. I, I want to know details. That could be a whole nother pod too. Um, <laughs> the birth story podcast. That'd be a good one too. We got yeah. some lined up. I just, you know, I mean, I don't have any children, but I do find it 
interesting how we just don't question how we give birth in the modern world. And we're just, not that there's, I don't want to say there's anything wrong with the way that we do it, but I feel like it's kind of inorganic and unnatural. And so these other alternative um, birthing modalities, I feel can be quite profound, I'm sure. Um, and so anyway, but I can't speak too, too much because again, you know, I don't know much about the birthing experience, but I feel that if I were to have children, I'd want to have them the way that you're having them. <laughs> and you would. <laughs> so anyway, well, thank you. That's super exciting. Definitely something to totally be completely lit up about. Um, have we chosen a name? So we can kind of segue into dreams with this. So at five weeks pregnant, I received a dream where I was told that we were to name her Sylvia and we were to call her Sylvie. Hmm. So we were told very early on her name and we were told that it was a girl very early on. And then week 12 hit, and this is the transition week of sex, if it is to happen. And around that time, I was like, well, actually, you know, I think we're having a boy. And so we went along with, okay, we're having a boy, we're having a boy, we're having a boy. And then we had a moment where I was like, no, we're not. And then we were like, okay, now we're not sure. And then at 33 weeks, so last week, my husband has a dream that he's in a boat with pregnant me. And he closes his eyes for a minute and opens his eyes and I'm there with our daughter. And so we're like, why did we ever doubt <laughs> before, yeah. you know, so just a fun little sprinkle and lesson, um, you know, and obviously she's not here yet. Right. But now I am in no doubts that it is not a girl. So you will have to stay tuned that we get spoken to quite literally sometimes in dreams and that's not always the case. And that's what I want to touch on. Um, to help, you know, our listeners today understand how to navigate a little bit better, because what we imagine dreams to be, we take it quite literal, like our, like our waking lives. And it's not usually like that. So mm -hmm. that's what I want to, I mean, up until, up until you, thank you for that. And up until you, um, you and I started working together, you know, I was under the impression that like, if I dreamt of other people, they, you know, they represented like they, it was something about them essentially. Like, you know, if I dreamt of an ex-boyfriend or something like, is there maybe some sort of attachment still with this person? And I still need to clear these chords or whatever the hell thought process I had. But so, um, it was so, so revealing and, and profound to, to hear what you had to share about essentially what other people, places, or things represent in the dream world. So I'll let you dive in. Yeah. So I guess first I want to speak to why we interpret dreams so literally, right? We are used to our, you know, we all have a genuine circadian rhythm and that, it, that, that points to like our cycle with the sun. So when we're awake, this is our experience. Everything is very tangible. A chair is a chair and that's it, you know? So when it comes to the dream world, most of us are not um, fluent in that kind of feminine language. Dreams are inherently feminine. They're from a feminine part of your brain. If you go and actually look at models of the brain and study where it comes from, it is a part of your brain that lives in the back. And women have a bigger one of these for this reason, because it is a feminine energy to dream. So you ask a lot of men, do you dream? They say no, when in fact, it's just hard for them to actually retain that memory because the space is smaller and they're not used to going into that space. Wow. So this is 
more so there's a lot of reasons why we're separated from this world, but this is pointing just again to the more biological reasons of why it's more difficult for us to access that. So when you're dreaming and you wake up, you're like, oh, I had a dream about so-and-so and it has to be literally about them or something to do with them or whatever. And a lot of the time, sure, you can have a dream where you dream about somebody and then something comes up about them in your life. But more often than not, our dreams are entirely about us. And this is where the warp comes in, where if you're dreaming about your ex, that ex is still you. And so what I encourage, you know, I'm working with three women closely in this dream you know, dive right now. And what I encourage all of you to do or all of them to do from the start was to start looking at your life in symbols. Okay. So this X that I had a dream about, what do they represent to me? What, if I could describe them in three words, what would I describe them as? And that's going to point you then to that part of you that you're working with or having some sort of communication. So this can be true for objects, places, anything, right? Like Instead of looking at a cup and just knowing it to be a cup, what does a cup do for you? Well, it provides you with hydration. Well, what does hydration do for you? And that's where you kind of trickle down all of these symbols into understanding the meaning that's actually coming forward. Mm-hmm. Because communicating through pictures is about the only way that this part of our brain can get a message across. Very few of us actually dream where there's conversation. It's usually something happening and there's not a lot of words. So we don't always get that direct of a message. Mm. So your dreams are all about you. Yes. Mm. Let it sink in. Mm. (laughs) It's a a really tough thing to wrap your head around at first because we don't at all think of everyone in our lives to also be us. Right. But this also is a warp in your waking life to then learn a lot of empathy and reflection work and understanding okay, who, who are you showing up as because of who I am right now? You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember one uh, particular theme in my dreams was like um, clothing. A lot of clothing would come up in my dreams. And so either the clothing was too small or the clothing was too big. And so up until we started working together, I didn't really quite know. I would look up on Google, like, what is pants mean in a dream? And so <laughs> I don't remember what their meaning or interpretation was, but Um, what you and I came to was that essentially we, we, we decided it was about my path, you know, um, this clothing was about my path and that, um, and it felt really true to me and, and that the, maybe the smaller clothing represented how maybe my path no longer fits. Um, and, and, and I couldn't quite put my finger on what the bigger clothes, um, could represent. And so you nailed it when you said, um, what dreams are too big? Like what, what dreams do you feel are too big for Myra? Um, I remember that so vividly. And I just remember sobbing in the parking lot of this awesome mushroom restaurant. I was at in Monterey, California, (laughs) because it really struck a chord. Like, and I had so many ahas after that moment. And so much has shifted for me after having that experience, that conversation, that session with you, because it's so true up until that point, I had been limiting my own self and essentially judging my own dreams. Like, no, that's too big. I don't want, you know, I don't want to move towards that, you know, or, um, and actually, you know, getting curious as to why I even have those beliefs in the first place. Like, what is it that's behind, you know, the fear of me moving towards these dreams? And so 
essentially so much has unfolded since our session, since that truly was really one of the most profound sessions I think I've ever had um, in this whole like self-development space. And um, to the point where I moved towards some really big risky things in my life. I just bought a five acre farm. You know, I'm moving towards creating a wellness farm centered type space outside of Houston. And so anyway, literally nothing is too big. And, um, and that's kind of become my motto after our session. So thank you so much. Um, but so is there anything that you can add to, um, to that? Maybe perhaps if people, um, like, I know that one of the things that I often dream about too, is either like pooping <laughs> or throwing up, um, like some, or peeing, um, you know, a lot of like extracting dreams, like what could, that essentially maybe represent for someone? Oh, geez. So poop is an ex an expert area of mine, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, anything that is leaving your body, I mean, just, you know, we consider some of these things to be gross. So this is first and foremost, there's shame associated with body function and certainly body fluid and body waste in general. So we can always kind of flirt with saying, okay, how am I feeling about seeing myself in this dream do this, right? Or am I hiding? Is there no doors in the bathroom? You know, so privacy, those sorts of things. Um, other ones would be <sighs> purging of some sort, right? So witnessing yourself and saying, okay, so when I am in this state again, where am I? Who am I with? What am I wearing? Um, what am I letting go of here, right? Is this easy? Is this tough? Am I throwing up very quickly? Is it more slow and sluggish? Same thing with, you know, pooping or urinating or whatever. And then you also can take it whew, all the way to the organs that you're working with. So what the colon represents, the root chakra, what the stomach represents in the solar plexus, you know, what the kidneys represent, their innate function on filtering the water in your body. So Based on, you know, it's, it's, we could go so broad with all of these functions, but based on your particular situation, these are the kind of thoughts that you want to start inquiring about. Dream work is heavy on inquiry and questioning and using you reflecting yourself against the thing that you're witnessing to figure out what is this telling me about me? What is it telling me about me? Right. They're coming up to you to guide you and you alone. So it's all dream work isn't super selfish. It is all about you. So <laughs> let yourself own that one. It's all about you. Uh, I remember we had a session where there was a snake in my dream and, and, and I was like, so I'm the snake too. And you're like, yeah, you're, what does a snake represent, you know, in, in, in our world. And so we went, um, we, we defined the snake and what it does and, you know, um, what, uh, what purpose does it serve and et cetera. And so anyway, that, that was, a I thought that was a really helpful way of like really narrowing down, like, okay, this is what it represented in my dream. And at that time with whatever was, you know, going on in my life, but, um, yeah. So, um, I wanted to also, I know we kind of started kind of diving into the, the dream work, but, one thing that I also found super helpful in this process was before you and I started working together, like I just, maybe I would remember a dream. Maybe I wouldn't remember a dream, you know, like it was very hit or miss. I would remember very like bits and pieces of it. And none of it made sense because I like, wasn't ever intentional with 
my dreaming. And so that's one thing that I felt was amazing um, that you taught me was to essentially um, write a letter to the dream world, you know, Mm -hmm. and so uh, write a letter and also like, you know, declare or ask it to, you know, come into my awareness and speak to me in a language that, you know, that I can understand. And so I wanted you to maybe share like what that process is like for someone out there that maybe does dream, but doesn't really quite remember their dreams or thinks they don't dream. I think, I think we, maybe some people don't dream. Um, I think we all have the possibility. Yes. We are, we are dreaming constantly. So yes, a big, the first step. So I don't even know where to start with this because it's so, it's so cool because it happens. It works so fast and it's so tangible and real. So I'm very excited for all of you who take this seriously, but if -hmm. you want to connect more with your dreams, if you're someone who thinks they don't dream, um, doesn't remember them or has an intention for them of just wanting to know more, even if it's just as simple as saying, I want to understand this one dream, right? If just one getting intentional and acknowledging something is incredibly powerful, right? We say you have to feel it to heal it. You, the first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem, right? It's all centered around this acknowledgement, you know, even some religions would say that unless you actually say the words, blah, blah, blah is my savior, you won't go to where you want to get to, right? So it's all about this verbal acknowledgement. And so using some kind of crucible or conduit to carry this energy where when you see that, you know, that's my dream journal, right? Like that's my, that's the pen I write about with my dreams. This is the chair I sit in. This is whatever. So creating that container for yourself, this is something that we do in any ceremony. The whole reason why ceremony is so powerful is because that container is created. So it's up to you to create your own dream ceremony container every time you want to connect. Mm -hmm. So the more you start doing that and building a relationship, it's just like getting to know a friend. You build that trust. You build that communication. You build understanding one another. So taking the time to set an intention for your dreams, to reach out to your dream world, right? Another thing that I asked some of the girls to do was to give your dream self a name, to give your subconscious a name, only that you know. So you know when you are saying this name that that's who you're talking to. And it's a dialogue in this part of yourself. You're you're many layered, you know? So I would invite anybody who wants to get started on this to get a specific journal, get a specific pen, write your intention. I so-and-so want to connect with my dream world for X, Y, and Z reason. And I will, you know, continue to write my dreams in this journal, to set my intentions in this journal, to record, you know, my discoveries in this journal, and then have that all in one place. And then every time you dream, have a routine with it, set that routine, set the direction that you want it to go. And it will respond to you because something that is acknowledged will answer. Yeah, no, totally. Oh, I love that. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, ever since I basically wrote that declaration or that, you know, request (laughs) to my dream world, for the most part, I've, I, I mean, I, I want to say I remember my dreams for the most part these days. Um, Another thing that you and I, uh, or that you suggested I do that I do still do is record because sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night, three, four in the morning, and I don't want to get up and write my dreams. So (laughs) I 
will grab my phone and do a little voice memo um, so that I do remember in the morning. And it's almost as if it really helps with, I don't actually have to even listen to the voice memo because just having spoken the words mm-hmm. sort of like gets, you know, ingrained in my brain. And um, so anyway, so that's another tool I think that was really helpful too um, for people yes. to record themselves. Definitely. And something else I want to know, that's such a good point, Myra, that with, I, you know, I've been working with dreams my whole life. I've always been interested and then I've kind of developed my own method and that's, you know, what's just gotten me here, but almost everyone I've ever talked to about dreams, when they relay a dream to me, almost 80% probably are like, I've never said my dream out loud. And it is so cool to then after they hear themselves say it, to then come online for their interpretation, because that's something else that I want to drive home is that no one can interpret your dreams like you, Mm. because you are you and everything about you is unique. Your perceptions, your experience, what you ate, all of it makes this cocktail of, you know, language and dialogue that no one else can decipher. There's good guessers, right? I'm a good guesser. Myra is now a fantastic guesser, but, you know, going on to Google and looking up, Hey, what does a hawk mean? Oh, you're going to get a thousand answers. Pretty generic. Right. Totally. So yeah. it's really, really cool to, um, feel empowered and knowing how to trust yourself and feeling like you are working with a part of yourself that no one else has access to, but that is very intimately in love with who you are because they're all about you. So it's just really, really cool. If you start speaking your dreams out loud, you will build a way to listen to yourself in a way that you do not have. And you will be able to very quickly start interpreting on your own a hundred percent. So such a good point. Utilize the voice memos guys, (laughs) seriously. (laughs) The more we, and the more we interpret um, on our own, I think definitely I, the stronger um, we get at perhaps being um, a little more understanding of the dream, you know, of the dream yes. world. I mean, I don't think I definitely, I, I, I still feel I need some, some guidance and some help at times, but, um, but for the most part, you know, I can kind of understand what the theme is in the dream, you know? Um, yeah, there was this, um, I'll share a little dream just really quickly. It was really, it was really bizarre. Um, so I dreamt that I was, most of my dreams are pretty freaking bizarre, but, um, I dreamt that I was taking care of my little nephew and he kept slipping out of my arms. And, uh, I guess I was feeding him some strawberries and he just kept slipping and slipping. And finally he disappeared and people around me were like, where did he go? And I'm like, I don't know. And we were crawling on the ground looking for, for him under the stove and, um, under just whatever kitchen cabinet situation. I think that was the environment. Um, and then all of a sudden I realized that I swallowed him. (laughs) Wow. And so I have this tremendous child inside of me and it is like it at my throat, I'm totally going to vomit and there's nothing that's going to stop it. And so I go to vomit this child out of my mouth. And I remember in the dream, I I was really worried that he wasn't going to survive that because he had been in my belly for so long. Um, 
and that's all I remember. <laughs> but so what I what I essentially interpreted was that you know, my I'm birthing, I'm birthing something whether I like it or not. <laughs> that is very profound. <laughs> like no, I should say maybe dream like my dreams. You know, I should I I I feel that I am birth like I'm moving towards birthing. You know, my desires, my you know, what's, what my heart is calling me towards. And, and it all, it felt in that dream anyway, that there's really no um, hiding from it any longer. Like it's going to come out mm-hmm. one way or another, but that was my interpretation. You know what I mean? But like you said, I guess, you know, you can, you could assist me in the interpreting of this uh, by asking me some deeper questions. Um, but then also too, you know, I, I guess I know best um, what's currently happening in my world and, and how it relates to what's currently going on, which is very much, I'm afraid of like, you know, the thing that I want to birth. So <laughs> it would make sense why I'm dreaming about, you know, that child coming out of my mouth. But, um, anyway, sorry, were you going to say something? No, no. Um, and just the, the very interesting on you, like losing him, losing him or like him, not, not, not being like nourished by you, not being nourished by you. So what did you do instead? You used him as nourishment, right? Mm. And then you're birthing him back out, right? It's very um, life and death, like Mm. beautiful circle. Just you have some dreams that are very, uh, very expressive in an extreme way. Not everyone dreams like you. So, wow. You know, (laughs) like, wow. But it's cool. <laughs> That's a good one. Yours are very, very exciting. They make your, they make your jaw drop. So I love hearing about your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> which, which actually, um, I wanted to ask you, are, there are several types of, you know, there are different types of dreams, right? So it's not just, um, like, so can, yeah. Can you actually just, uh, maybe explain the different types of dreams that we can have? So I don't know the, I wouldn't be able to tell you the specific names of different things. Obviously there are prophetic dreams. So these are dreams that you're going to have that are truly future predicting, you know, um, they're going to strike a different tone. Generally people actually recognize these dreams much easier. And these are the dreams then that obviously you say to yourself later, I'm having deja vu or oh my God, I had a dream that that was going to happen, right? Like in some ways, baby prediction is more of a prophetic dream. Um, Then you have your regular dreams that are going to kind of just come to you that, you know, you, you remember them more than others. So this is all very, again, like based on energy and how they make you feel, right? We're in the feeling realm, the sensing realm, that sort of thing. So then you have your dreams where you're like, okay, that's trying to tell me something deeper about myself that I need to uncover. And then to be perfectly honest, (laughs) the third kind of dream, certainly that I have studied on myself are the ones that it's not telling me shit. (laughs) It is literally just letting me know that this is what's happening in this world of mine. And that is it. There's nothing you can do about it. Cause a lot of this is asking you, some of it is asking you to make a choice, right? Make a decision, be perceptive on yourself, but also at this in, in the same breath, some of this is just telling you, Hey, this is what's going on with you. Hmm. And that's it, you know, so there is, there is an aspect of surrender and trusting that you're just witnessing yourself in a different light. And that's all that's going on. 
you know, so it's cool to um, play with, okay, what do I, what do I think this is trying to tell me? Where am I at? You know, and also there's some dreams that you're going to wake up and you're going to remember and you're going to be like, I don't want to try to interpret that even if I had to, you know, there's some that it's just like, I'm just going to enjoy that one and let it slide, you know? So also come at this with um, a sense of humor and a sense of um, just joy and like casualty as well. You know, like it is not, don't get hung up on every little detail. Don't take a whole dream and try to break down the whole thing when there's really only one part that you care to do that with, you know? So make sure that you're still not taking yourself too seriously in this because it will take away the joy of this experience. And this is meant to be joyful. It is so, so fun to interact with yourself in this way. It is totally fun. It really, truly is. I, I'm enjoying it. I enjoyed it then with you and I'm still enjoying it now. And, uh, I'm still writing down my dreams too, like I said. And so, yeah, I think it's something that I'm going to continue to practice because for me, it's been a really revealing, helpful, insightful tool. And perhaps for others, it might not be anything that is helpful for them. But for me, it's definitely, I think, um, launched me into um, a different emotional mental state um, by understanding what the dream world is, is telling me, you know. Um, and so, yeah, you mentioned that you um, have you've been having these dreams um, or you've been working with the dream world for a long, long time. Like dreams have been coming to you for a long time. Um, and I guess you, um, you knew that there was something more to the dream world. Um, at what age were, was this happening or did you have this revelation? Um, my, the first, I, so my whole, I would say my whole life I've been having dreams, but the first dream that profoundly hit me that I knew was trying to give me a message where I said to myself, okay, that meant something. And at that time I did not want to look at what it meant. So I completely ignored it. <laughs> um, I was 15. So it happened shortly around the time that I really started to transition into being a woman was when I started to very much understand and begin to speak my own language mm. in that world. And so they have been with me ever since, but it's interesting when I'm in moments or, uh, you know, like I've, I've lived many lives, I say in this life, of course, and, um, yeah. there have been a select few years of my life where I was very detached from, you know, my heart and I did not have a relationship with dreams at that time. So it does, it, or, or then I'll get one that's huge that I'm like, oh my God, can't ignore that at all, you know? So it's just interesting um, to feel, you know, your integrity with yourself and how that actually will also gauge your ability to connect with the dream, you know? Because it really is, if you don't, if, if you don't want to see it, it probably won't come to you. You know, <laughs> if you're in denial, it probably won't come until it gets really hard and then your life becomes like a dream. And these are moments where all of a sudden you get in a huge car accident or you know, these massive things that happen that feel like very scary things and dreams, you know, that's, it'll come and get you in your waking life and then you're super screwed. So yeah, <laughs> pay attention <laughs> into your pay dreams, people. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's so, I love that you said, you know, when you were disconnected, there was a period of time when you were disconnected from your heart, um, that you felt that, you know, the dream world wasn't speaking to you or, um, not exactly sure how you worded it, but totally resonate with that. Cause, um, yeah, for a long time while I was drinking and drugging myself, you know, there was, I don't remember, I don't remember dreaming too much. Yeah. Um, and if I did dream, they were like, really, like you said, crazy, traumatic type of very dark, dark, dark dreams. Um, and waking up to like a, you know, black floating cloud around me type of thing. And, uh, and I, I don't really, I haven't explored that too, too much, but, um, um, but that would happen often. I don't know if you had those experiences when you were engaging in fun activities. Um, if you ever woke up from your slumber and you had these types of dark clouds over you. Did that ever happen to you? Um, let me think. Not necessarily a particularly dark cloud, but I did used to feel, um, I don't believe in entities like some people. So I did used to feel what I interpreted as something outside of me as so thrown, thrown so far outside of me that I would feel presences quite often mm. where like, you know, you would get that ooh, feeling when you're walking up the stairs or whatever, you would wake up and I would feel, and I would hear breathing sometimes and things of that nature, like things looming, waiting, just, you know, so that was more of what I would get at that time. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so fascinating. And so, yeah, I mean, how can, if some, if people, if any of the listeners, you know, are you, if they're in desire of working with a dream interpreter, are you open to, are you currently dabbling into like working with other humans in the dream world? Yes. So my favorite place to be is one-on-one. Ira knows this. (laughs) So if you are interested in having a few sessions, you know, to get yourself started on your journey, I would be honored and Mm -hmm. would totally love to you know, hear about you personally. I think that's where I definitely thrive in relaying information is making it um, specifically catered to someone for them. So if you're interested, you can reach out to Myra for my information and contact me one-on-one. I am taking a massive break from social medias and being in the world so much, getting ready to, you know, trickle into this baby moon. So I will be doing more gentle work, but eventually I would like to hold, you know, more open, groups and talks for people who are more seasoned in this already, you know? So I love that. What is your, um, what is your Instagram? So I'm, I'm not on there anymore. Oh, you're not. Oh, you deleted it. Oh, that's why I get it now. That's probably why you didn't hear about the farm. (laughs) I did not hear about the farm. I did not see it. Yep. (laughs) Wow. So you, are you gonna, do you intend to go back on the gram at all or? I don't know. I, you know, the pregnancy, I definitely needed to silence a lot of just stuff that, you know, just stuff. And I really have used Instagram more for a shout out and honoring platform of the women that I love anyway. So I miss, you know, gassing up my girls. Right. But I get to see all of them or you guys right in person as much as I can. So that's, that's my Instagram for now. So maybe yes, maybe no, but as of right now, no. Totally. I'm with you. I'm with you really. And I'm, I'm excited for 
just all of the more connecting and more juicy and potent uh, presence that will be created from not being on, you know, this little vortex of a of an application that we have on our phones. It's for me anyway, you know, I get sucked in sometimes. Powerfully <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, but it is just that potential to be sucked in. I had to uh, dissolve that, you know. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, thank you so very much for your presence, for your time, for being here with me, for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with, you know, the dream world about the dream world. It truly, you know, I really hope that the listeners out there, maybe even if just one decides to embark on a dream world journey, um, I think it's, you're in for some beautiful transforming um revealing moments in your life and so really truly i mean i really do feel that much um i i I really feel that deeply about the dream interpreting um world and so i thank you so much and i'm so excited about baby and um you're such a beautiful human being and I'm so grateful to know you and um, I'm going to have to have you on the pod so that you share all your other beautiful potent medicine because we didn't even get to get into the steam, the Yoni steams. And oh, the <laughs> and, um, I, I want to know about it all. So <laughs> this was a lot of fun. And yeah, even if one, if one of you is interested, I, can guarantee to all of you, maybe there's one of you out there that we would totally be stumped on, but I guarantee to all of you, if you speak English and can talk to me, I can help you figure out at least one dream for sure. Like there's no way it's not, it's just not possible. This is a skill that we all are innately born with. So you are very capable. It's just a matter again, of setting that intention and getting started. So I'd love to talk to any of you. Yay. Well, before we get off, I usually like to ask um, my guests if uh, there's anything that they'd like to, a little quick, you know, quote or mantra or motto that you may live by that you'd like to leave the listeners with. Um, What would that be? (laughs) So today, and it's perfect because I'm also obviously on the podcast with my sober friend, Myra. <laughs> um, would be the serenity prayer in um, the pregnancy. This has been a tremendous prayer to keep in mind. So, God grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change. Give us the courage to change the things we can and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. Such a beautiful prayer. I love you so very much. I'll see you soon when I return to Indy. (laughs) All right. Sending love. Thank you so much, all of you, for listening in to Chiron and Gemini with my beautiful, lovely, wonderful, brilliant, magnificent, intuitive, insightful friend, Madison West. (laughs) Love to all. Bye.